East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I, of course, am Les and this is my co-host. Mario Kiki, you know, Leslie, Mm -hmm. there have been some greatest moments in television history. Um, The Sopranos finale, Mm -hmm. um, I Love Lucy, Who Shot JR? But last night, we need to add the finale of Pump Rules. (laughs) Wow. I mean, and here's another way that I can show you like how into this everybody is and how crazy it is. Both my husband, Darren, and my son, Ethan, watched the entire thing with me Ugh. and commented and were into it. So, yeah, what it's an, a big deal. You know, my indicator of what's cool is what Darren likes. So I know <laughs> that if Darren approves okay. it, I'm saying that because he married you, baby girl. So oh, yeah. listen. Oh, okay. hi. Not because of Pump Rules. No, I'm kidding. But um, what an intense finale. It was, I never like to believe the hype because um, Sir Andrew Cohen tends to overhype sometimes. And Yes, he does. But Which is he, his job. It's his job and he's good at it. And I think that um, he kept saying how intense it was and how crazy it was. And then everybody on the cast was like, it's a doozy. And they were not kidding. I mean, it was, no. int- I, I will be vulnerable. I cried last night because watching the scene with Adrian mm-hmm. or with Ariana and Tom, you know, she starts off and I know you have your, we're going to recap, but I, or why don't we just jump right into it? I mean, at this yeah, point, let's just talk about it. I'm going to recap a little, like I'll, you know, tell you what happened, but I think at this point, everybody is watching it. So, everybody know. Everybody knows what happened. Also, like in our opinion of what we think of what happened on this episode, because you can't. I feel like you can't just recap it. We have to really. We have to it. discuss it and psychoanalyze because we are living in Bravo history, and ultimately, oh, yeah. that's what it is. So let's get into it, darling. I mean, what a time to be alive! Exactly, I'm blessed. So. I thought the editing was spot on in this episode. So good. The editing is getting much better at Bravo and with all the shows in general. Um, So we begin this episode in New York City, and it says New York City, March 1st of this year. And Sheena and Rachel were both on Watch What Happens Live that night. Chills. Yes. And they flash back to them, and they're having a game of 3-2-1, and Andy asks who the hotter Tom is. And on one, they both answer Sandoval. I mean. She, Sheena was so confused because I think at the time, you know, I agreed at the time because I'm like, well, yeah, I think Sandoval is more attractive than shorts. So I thought nothing of it back then. Right. But Sheena's like Scooby-Doo ears face went up. She's like, oh, because. She's like, yep. And Andy too. Andy too. Andy was like, oh. But what's fucking crazy is that as that's happening oh sorry go ahead keep going I don't want to oh no go ahead no please talk because I feel like this is is, it's got to be more talking than giving every single so go ahead I know but as that's happening it's like I mean Ariana finds out that fucking her husband or her boyfriend is plowing right it was insane because 
So at that point, they cut to Ariana and Tom in the confessionals. And she tells us that they're at Tom Tom at a show um, for Tom's band, which a side note here, who actually goes to see these people after hearing them on Instagram like two days ago, playing outside a venue somewhere? They weren't even inside the venue. They were like in the walkway of some venue in New York, like playing. It, they can't even, he can't carry a tune. It was bad. And, you know, I I give grace to Luann because she's been through life. But because um, I know Luann can't carry shit. But when I heard Tom, that was just embarrassing. It was embarrassing. like, well, this is, this is karaoke night with live music. It's I so mean, at least Lou can sing her own songs. Exactly. Say la vie. C'est bon. C'est bon. And now you know. So anyway, so they're at a performance at Tom Tom, and I guess his phone fell out of his pocket, and somebody gave it to Ariana, which would be the logical thing to do. And she just got that intuition, and she's like, "I need to look in the phone," and she did. And lo and behold, a screen grab of him and Rachel on Facetime. I'm assuming they were naked, because, and guess where they were. Schwartz's house. Schwartz's house. Exactly. Unbelievable. Stupid. I mean. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Disrespectful. Gross. Like, why would you screen record a FaceTime, first of all? Like. I know. I felt I mean, so bad for her at this point, though, because can you imagine I put myself in her situation? Like, you're at this thing. All your friends are there. And then this is what you see. And apparently what he did was try, like, when she went and confronted him, he got her out of there and into, like, an area where nobody was because he didn't want anybody to hear. He didn't want oh, anybody he, to ever find out about this, I think. He knew. He knew that shit hit the fan. Oh, yeah. And you could feel, once Ariana started getting into the details and said her stomach sank in her ass, I mean, I how re- how relatable. Everybody, yeah. everybody who's listening has had that feeling where your ass just clenches because oh it's God. like, your holy drops and you're your just like, stomach. my heart, my heart always starts beating out of my chest. Oh my God. I just, I, I start queefing all over the place. It's insane <laughs> how <laughs> I just freaking crop dust. I crop dust left and right when I'm anxious. So don't ever let me be around you and anxious unless you want me to fumigate your glasses, honey. Oh, my Lord. And I have to tell you that at this point, when they go back to the confessionals and Tom said, yeah, now normally I would have deleted a video like that, but it's just been such a chaotic day. Oh, okay. So you're really good at being sneaky on slow days, just not busy days. What a fucking idiot. What like idiot? He- he really told on himself when he's like, oh, crap, I normally delete crap like that. Yeah. But, oh, it just. Like, hello. I mean, I can't. And then I guess, like, that point, Ariana calls Rachel and she tells her if she's ever cared about her, she needs to tell her when this happened and what exactly happened. And then Sheena tells us at that point that she asks her, oh, my God, what is going on? And Rachel nonchalantly says, oh, yeah, I've been having an affair with Sandoval for seven months, and Ariana just found out. And, you know, I I struggle with criticizing Rachel because I know, and maybe this is just conjecture, but I had heard that she had some sort of intellectual issue years ago. Like, I think when the girls made fun of her... Years ago, I somebody gossiped, or it was a, or maybe I'm misremembering, but I remember I snarked her once to a friend, my friend Brandy, who listens to the show. And Brandy's like, 
Mario, she she has a like she Brandy reminded me that she has like some sort of intellectual there's some sort of disconnect. Does she yeah, I mean I guess. Is this documented? That's I need to I I need to get uh Megan King Ensmith to call the doctor's offices here because um I don't remember that and but a part of me then struggles because I'm like, well shit, when you're that disconnected from emotional intelligence i mean maybe something and i'm not i'm not just i'm not justifying anything but the way sheena said it it didn't shock me but it did at the same time because raquel or rachel has been that brazen all season so that is true in just last week's episode when exactly sorry asking about their sex life i mean only a psychopath does that very psychotic and that's why to me it's like Okay, well, is there something off with her? Because now, like when the, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but when the producer asked Rachel about the affair and her big ass smile, like she shrugged her shoulders up. She was like, oopsie. Like that was when I got chills because I'm like, holy shit. At least Tom Scandaball is pretending to cry because right, not with a single, his crocodile tears. Yes. Not a single tear was shed. But <laughs> but at least he's pretending to try to look like he cares. But Rachel it seems like she was just madly in love and met and she she was hearing like a rom com love story like, oh my God, we yeah, met and we had an like affair. You or something. Yeah. Oh, in an Andy Myers movie or something. I can't like You've got fail, honey, because she done failed and it was just, but then now, now we're at the sit down between Ariana and Tom and Mm -hmm. when she started off so angry, rightfully so, she was angry and she was mad. And I think we were all feeling that rage with her because we've been waiting for this for months. Mm -hmm. But then when I cried and I didn't even realize I was crying, honey, until my eyes just, I had that Lisa Rinna tear fall. Um, (laughs) When when. When she cried and said, I would have followed you anywhere. I know. And her voice cracked and she started crying. Yeah, we were all crying with her. Oh, I'm getting chills right now because it was so real. And it was so, um, I mean, you couldn't, this is not scripted dialogue. There's no writers in the world that could come up with such real emotion. People think this is fake. And I'm like, bro. Or set up to get the show back, you know, with good ratings. Uh Uh-uh. I'm like, if you ever want to believe these people are actors, go watch the Uber commercial they did because that is how they were acting and that's yeah, actual exactly. acting. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is this is not the hills where like it's it's real. This is real. And Tom was just digging his bigger hole after hole, and he just could not just all he had to say was, I'm so sorry. And he couldn't. Like he had to keep giving excuse after excuse after excuse. Uh-huh. If I heard I turned 40 one more time, I was going to just break my TV because I'm like, stop trying to blame it on age. Give me just, a break. Just I say turned I, 40 and then I turned 50. I didn't fuck any of Darren's friends when that happened. I turned, I'm going to turn 40. dismay, but. I'm going to turn 40 in a few years. I will gladly fuck Darren's friends, but that's not <laughs> the point. That is not the point. I'm saying that it was just terrible. And then. I don't know why, maybe because I think about, you know, your 20s and your late 20s, because Rachel really seems like she's in love. And there's like, now that I hear that he's 40 and she's like 27, 28, there's a big age difference there that I didn't really remember. Again, I'm not defending homegirl, but I wish people would stop 
like just coming for her so hard and really remember that two of them are involved here and agreed and because twitter was going crazy for rachel but i'm like okay we need we need to remember tweet last night because i was like i need to watch this like i was too shook to tweet so and i feel like people come for her though also because she did it to her friend and she has no remorse. And no I, remorse. listen, a little part of me and fault me for being an angel. A little part of me thought, okay, I'm going to wait for the finale. Mm-hmm. I'll see if she redeems herself with remorse. Right. I'll see if she cries. I'll see if she gives me some shade or, or some fun, like something yep. saying, you know what? Something about something, but homegirl just sat there and smiled and was acting like they got caught shoplifting or something stupid. I just don't understand the logic behind how she reacted. Like it's, it was jarring and it really just made me think like it really redeemed Lala because Lala has been on this girl all season. And a part Mm -hmm. of me thought Lala was being mean. A part of me thought Lala was just hating her for no reason, but it's like, if we're seeing this after the bitch has been edited down, imagine what they're seeing uncensored, raw in the flesh. Like, whoa. Which brings me to next week in the reunion. How excited are we that Peacock is going to be airing these, like, the next day, like the unedited or the supersized episodes? Oh, absolutely. I am going to re. I I am just. I ha- I want to reschedule my life. Like I need to I really know. rearrange. I don't have enough time for all of the television <laughs> viewing. I mean, really, it's chaotic. And so, what after Tom and Ariana had their one scene, then we just everybody's reactions were. I need to really shout out DJ James Kennedy because his phone call with Raquel on speaker. Oh really, my god, I died. I was cracking up like I don't normally condone his behavior because he's so mean sometimes but that was deserved I cackled hilarious yeah and during that phone call we're skipping a little bit ahead but during that since we're just having like conversation today uh during that phone call Lala informs us in that scene that Billy Lee and Tom used to supposedly go off and do their little thing. So what does that mean? And then we learned on Watch What Happens Live last night and in the episode last night that there was another person that he fooled around with besides Miami Girl. Oh, and- no, we froze. You froze a little bit. Oh, so did you. Are you back? You're back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, yeah, we have technical difficulties here. So That's all so, good. Yeah, so – and. Ariana said to Andy that we know that person. Um, they're not on the show, but I think maybe she meant that they were on the show. Well, then so, she tried to back. She tried to back, not backpedal, but she tried to clarify and say, um, "You don't know them, and you don't, you know." She, I don't think she wanted to out anybody that has nothing to do with this because of the way the fans are defending her so right. pa- passionately. Um, but I agree with Lala when she said, do you honestly believe this is the first time he's cheated on her this oh, entire no. time? Like, hell no. no. Way. Like, come on. Well, that's what I said, too, last night when I was watching, because you don't just cheat the first time with your girlfriend's best friend. There had to be an inkling to, like, cheat before. Exactly. It's had disgusting. to be. And we know he cheated with Miami Girl. That was admitted. But then Ariana explained that away by saying that they weren't committed yet. And she didn't want him to look bad to everything, you know, to everybody else. 
which is okay, fine. It was the beginning of their relationship. That I can understand that. And then she gave him that pass. And yeah. what did he do? He took it and ran with it. Clearly. It is disgusting. And I, I did feel bad for James crying in this confessional because he really yeah. had... This is what makes this show brilliant is because these people are actually really friends. And they mm-hmm. have a great chemistry on camera, off camera. And they hang out even when they're not filming. And yes. so I felt everybody like wants it to just be the three individuals that are involved but these are other people that are reacting like james feels like everybody feels a layer of betrayal like that was his friend and he feels backstabbed by him because ariana was his or rachel was his fiance that is just at one point yeah and i think that everybody's just in shock because it it was very shocking but back to the episode it just seems after Yes, yeah, go what ahead. happened next? So, um, oh, so we're at Ariana's and um, her friends are around giving her support and Sheena arrives and tells her what happened in New York and what Rachel said to her, probably a bunch of bullshit. And uh, Ariana does tell them that LVP offered her a place to stay during this. I mean, I wouldn't remind, like, wouldn't mind recovering at Villa Rosa. I mean, listen. I need uh, LVP to oh, I need LVP to open a rehab center for me because I know she knows how to host. Like, let's all go. Let's Bravo all go. Rehab. Bravo rehab. The Villa Rose Recovery Center because we <laughs> we need to all recover. Like, let's just go to the recovery center, have some massages. We can all gossip. Right. But no, it was very sweet of Lisa Vanderpump. Um, I agree. And so Sheena and Katie agreed to put their differences aside for that day while they're both there supporting Ariana. And um, she tells them how she found the screen recording and they're just all shocked. And Katie is dying at the fact that it was recorded at Schwartz's. Just insane. Insane. Ugh, and uh, Ariana lets us know that Rachel told her it was right after the girls' trip that things started happening with her and Tom. And apparently they had only kissed or something, but she comes to find out later that they actually fucked in her car that night. So, and Ariana's the one who had to let him in the house because he didn't have a key. Can you Ugh. fucking imagine? He couldn't even spring for a hotel. Like, I mean, come on. We're not even. I know. Who fucks in a car anymore? I I mean, maybe some of you do. And if you do, then more power to you. But I don't think I fucked in a car since I was like 17. To me, it's like if you're still doing car play at our big ass age, you really need to reevaluate your uh, priorities because Um, we're hella hella old to be like, I mean, I'm not even that flexible. Like, could you like no? If I'm gonna have an affair, you better do it like Mr. Big and Carrie on Sex in the City. He was booking fabulous rooms and right, he- exactly. <laughs> I know. Like, at least be classy about it because you're already a ratchet hoe for doing it. So I mean, exactly. Please. It's like Rachel. Come on, girl. Like, you're really gonna risk your integrity and your life and everything for uh, to get plowed in a car at this age. Dick in a car. Yeah. Not oh my. Dick in a car. Dick in a car. So, and what struck me about this whole thing is when he got home and didn't have his key, Ariana says he was angry at her and like, but that's him projecting because he needs to be angry at her. So he doesn't have this overwhelming guilt for what he's Mm. just done with Rachel. That's my professional medical opinion. It's disgusting. And he just kept blaming her and blaming Mm -hmm. her. And then when Tom and Tom had their meet and greet at- 
and Tom Sandoval walks in sobbing and or yeah. fake fake sobbing yeah. and Schwartz who doesn't know how to handle emotion I mean we've seen this At guy all 10 years not knowing how to handle emotion he's just standing there awkwardly quiet and um I think Sandoval should have like barged in sobbing like that with Ariana but he saved it for I Schwartz know. and to save his business and his fake business or not his fake business his um yeah all, all those fake ass reviews that people flooded them with and it's just well, we like we saw that he apologized to his business and people first before he apologized to Ariana publicly so we I know, know those priorities of this man are ridiculous and disgusting and horrible woo. and so um Sheena then tells them how Rachel is now like crying to Schwartz. She punched me. And then she, <laughs> this is the best part, flash to the confessional. Sheena's nails save the day for her. She goes to make a fist, which clearly she cannot do with those nails. And if she punched her without making a fist, she would have broken her thumb. So, I mean. I love that Sheena was like, I have it's physically impossible mm-hmm. for me to punch anybody. I would have she, broken my thumb. She's like, I can't even make a fist. And listen, remember we said that earlier this uh, on our on the pod. Like, even if you get punched by Sheena, like, what damage is that really? I know, do? I know. Like, it's like chopsticks hitting you. Like, come on, it's not going to do anything. It's going to be fine. Well, we it's saw, ridiculous. We I saw mean, Rachel scratch on her forehead uh-huh. or whatever when that her was. And Tom were having their vomit-inducing rendezvous at her apartment. Oh. But even when I saw that scratch, I'm like, I don't know where that came from. I don't trust anything you're saying. Well, her um, friends called her out on Instagram. Her own real friends in real life, like, not real life, but apart from the show, posted and said she had this scratch beforehand and her dog did it to her or something. Or she, something. Because I'm like, that's, because that. Sheena's not that tall and Rachel is tall. And She's so tall. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, where did that scratch come from? I don't believe anything. Maybe the scratch came from you bending over too much in the car. I don't know. Like, I'm just. Exactly. (laughs) She did get fucked in the car. It could have been from, like, the gear shift or, like, you know. A Coors Light can't. What was with all the what was with all the Coors Light sightings last night? I. Who drinks Coors Light? Like, disgusting. I'm like, y'all people need. If there's. Do they sell Coors Light in their shop? Because I know you went, but. If you saw, you know what, I don't know. I I rarely look at the beer menu. And I'm <laughs> I like, say, like craving you... a beer every once in a while. I like myself like a Corona Light or an Amstel or like a Stella, but like Coors Light is usually never on my radar. So I don't know. They probably do sell Coors Light in their little establishment, though. I just see the Coors Light everywhere, and I'm like, what the fuck is Ew, that? In a can, Coors? no less. They can't even buy a Ugh. bottle in a can. I... I'm looking down at Coors Light like I'm some fabulous alcohol connoisseur. But darling, if we're going to drink alcohol on screen, like, let's just bring out, at least have Lisa Vanderpump send you a bottle of rosé or something. Oh, like, something I mean, something a little tastier. A little, a little less, a little less classy there. But I mean. Yeah, so, yeah, and we see him drinking this stupid Coors Light uh, uh, Schwartz at um, Katie's when he comes to drop the dogs off. First, he asks for a Coke. He's like, oh, can I get a Coke or something? And then we see him pouring the Coors Light, dumbass. And Katie's like, all right, how long have you known? And he tries to lie and say that he's only known a month. She's like, you're lying because at BravoCon, I asked you why Rachel was following the two of you around like little puppies. And you responded with, oh, it's not for me. 
And he mm. goes, oh, I didn't say that. And she's like, yes, you did. And I believe that he said that. Absolutely. I agree. And I think because he's stupid, he doesn't, he's like, he didn't realize what he was doing. You know what I mean? So. An idiot. Yeah. Yeah. He is and an idiot. I think back to BravoCon, I don't remember Rachel being there. I don't either, but I did take a picture with Tom and Tom in the lounge. I do have that. They were very nice. You took a picture with Tom and Tom like two weeks before Scandal. Oh, that didn't age well. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for laughing at you, but girl, I was very excited when you sent me that picture like two weeks before. And I'm like, oh, how cool. cool." And they were so nice and... I think that's the biggest betrayal. It's like, how dare you disrespect Leslie like that? I know. What am I? I have to burn the photo now. Now you have to pretend that you don't. Oh, I'm still going to. I mean, if they go to BravoCon this year, I'm going to go, hey, girl. Oh, I'm going right (laughs) to them. I don't care. You know I have no shame. I'll be like, oh, my God, you horrible person. Say cheese. Oh, my God. So, uh, what else happened? The Katie Katie and Schwartz scene was. it wasn't as intense. It was very between two people that just know each other so well. And right, exactly. They have a lot of history together, obviously. And I think yes. that Katie really stepped up and just called him out. And she did it in a way that wasn't uh, dismissive. And it wasn't no. like, she just called him out to his face, like, you're lying. And I think that a lot of us just agreed with Katie in that sense, because it's like, there's no way that Schwartz didn't know months and months ago. Like, there's no, no way. way that. Well, and the I, whole thing was a ruse in Mexico about the two of them making out. Like, they did that to draw the attention away from them. Exactly. And I, I want to say, was it Ariana that said it? Or one of them said something that Schwartz is actually, like, Tom's love of his life. Like, they are the ones that really just love yeah. each other more than anybody. And They're each other's ride or die. Yeah. Yeah, they belong together. Something, I don't know how... Um, <laughs> I don't know who, you know, but I mean, if they want to do it, then by all means, but I'm just saying like, they really do have some loyalty and Katie brought up the fact that Schwartz has said that he would cover for the boys in the group and they bless the editors for bringing the archives out and showing the fact that Schwartz was like, well, even if it was true, I wouldn't tell you like, he would just lie. I know. I love how there's always a flashback for that. (laughs) <laughs> There's always a flashback, and then after that, I think we got the Sandoval and Raquel gross scene with the oh, stupid. God, the, and they tell each other they love each other. I wanted to just like in the most awkward way. When I tell you, I screamed so hard because <laughs> they were talking about Sandoval's family, and he goes, "They love you," and she goes, "I love you too." I know, I and then know. he goes, "I said." They love you, but yeah. I love you too. Yeah, I love you too. Oh, and the way he looks at her like she's a snack, and like he hasn't eaten in God knows how long. And I'm sorry, stop fucking blaming Ariana for like whatever was going on. You don't do that. Just break up with the girl. Which is what Sheena. You know, I'm going to jump ahead to the final scene here, but Please, Sheena, Sheena confronting Sandoval with so much passion and drama and saying, how could you? I really think Sheena has had the most character development and full circle moment. Yeah. Because the fact that Sheena, Sheena, she, 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 Sheena, (laughs) Shay has, we got to remember, and I'm not bringing this up for, to be shady, but just for Mm -hmm. historical, for historical context, the show was born because Sheena was the side piece. Exactly. 
the sh the show was born because Sheena was the side piece and she expressed regret, remorse, and you know whatever. I believe her. I don't know her Me just too. like. But the fact that now a one-time side piece is give is scolding the man who cheated on their partner and saying this is how you should have handled it. Uh-huh. Talk about growth. Talk about a full circle moment because she easily could have been on the wrong side of history and be like supporting supporting him and like telling him everybody makes mistakes or some nonsense. Yeah. But she held her his feet to the fire, rightfully so, and. Right. It was it was beautiful to see her just be like, fuck you, you're an asshole. Like, how could you? Because there was many routes that she could have gone given her own history. But the oh, fact and everybody's that she- trashing her, saying, like, oh, what you know, she did the same thing and James and Lala did the same thing. But here's the deal. First of all, Lala was not friends with Rachel, so it's not the same thing. And Sheena was not friends with Brandy. Yes, what she did was wrong, but you know what? She wasn't the one who was married there and it wasn't her friend. Exactly. And it's not the same thing. And so even though I agree that it's not the same thing, and I said it many times, everybody on this show is trash. And so there's just levels of trash every season. And this season, these two went off the meter, they broke the meter trash and the trash meter. And I think that it was very um, just cathartic even to see Sheena just have that moment to redeem her character and say, this is terrible. And the way she articulated the fact how Tom should have handled it and said, you break up with her and we take care of her. That's what we would have done. Right. And I thought that was just a beautiful moment. And I just almost, I didn't cry almost, but then we did get the, um, Kristen's big comeback. Uh, she came back to the show. She had a little moment with her. Yes. The fact that both of these girls at one point were arguing over this man and now they're sitting there hugging and like, Oh, this Best is why I'm like, out of those relationships for them, I guess. So exactly to me, it's like people think this is fake and scripted. Like, when are you going to find two ex girlfriends that are willing to come on and like, oh, it was beautiful. I know, I know, beautiful. I know, and you know, I felt also circling back to Sheena. I felt bad for her because she really had a friendship with Tom, and she felt betrayed by him. And that's she's allowed to feel that. I mean, I would feel betrayed. If one of my, um, like, friend's husbands who, like, my best friends, I'm very close with their husbands, I would feel betrayed by them if they did that. I no, mean, absolutely. it's only I... natural. And, it, like, stop giving Sheena shit, people, because she's allowed. Exactly. Like, yeah, when you wants. when you love a couple, and breakups are terrible. Like, breakups are Horrible. terrible, yeah. even if they're not your own. But when somebody gets divorced or there's a breakup, and I love that, you know, Sheena started crying before she could even say a word. And to me, that was, like, peak rel- relatability. Yep. I'm like, oh, my God, how relatable. Like, I'm over here sobbing before uh-huh. I could even say a word because I'm so angry. But that's how breakups be, and especially when you're friends with both of them. And that's why I don't like to be friends with both of them because I'm like, right. I need to protect myself. So, um, team Leslie already, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, (laughs) yes, I mean, obviously. And to quote Jennifer Aiden, if you break up with me, I get half bitch. No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's just, that's just how it is. And it's, um, it was beautiful. So what a finale. We have three part reunions and a secrets revealed. Apparently. I mean, I know they're milking the cow, but give me more milk because it is just brilliant television and we are really on the, good yeah we are really fabulous really side of history here all right let's take a quick break and then we can come back and discuss some other stuff jersey we'll, atlanta we'll, 
We'll do housewives a and we'll yeah. a little bit of everything. Let's do it. Okay, we will be right back. Boop. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We have just finished discussing Vanderpump Rules and what a discussion it was. Uh, let's let's see what's going on in the gossip world of Bravo this week. Absolutely. It has been a crazy week for Bravo in many ways um, because there are other Bravo celebrities other than the Vanderpump Rules kids. But You wouldn't um, think it, but yes, there are. It doesn't feel like it because mainstream is all over these Bravo uh, celebrity yeah. kids here. Um, I The juiciest or one of the juicy ones is that Andy revealed that Lisa Rinna tried to come back to Beverly Hills after yes. quitting and he wondered if um, Lisa and Erica were behind the leaks about Kathy. I uh-huh. hadn't even thought about that because now that they're filming, have you noticed that nothing has leaked? Yes, <laughs> that's so true. That is so true. And listen, I love Lisa Rinna on the show and I love her off the show, but um, I'm uh-huh. like, oh, I'm like that, you know, the magic. I believe it. I believe it too now because I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even think about the fact that now that she's not filming, um, no, there's the only been no spoiler. We don't really know anything about this season coming up except for the fact they discuss, I did hear that they discussed Mauricio and Kyle's marriage, but I heard that from both of them on other pods because- Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't really heard anything crazy. Have you? No, I haven't heard much other than what they, what Kyle and Maurice are getting ahead of. And I don't know who's right. fighting, but I missed those days because back in the day, you know, we're OGs. We never used to get any leaks. Yeah. We never used to know. get any spoilers. We never used to get anything. And so Andy said in his book, uh, The Year I Grew Up, um, which came out, uh, he yes. said that, oh, I'm, I'm going to go see Andy tomorrow, by the way. I finished the book. I listened to the audio version, actually, because it's really funny. It's him reading it. So it's just like listening to him for five hours. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, I'm excited to see Mr. Cohen tomorrow. But yes. he did say that Lisa Rinna texted him saying that she's going to leave the show and that Andy replied with, it sounds like the best path forward mm-hmm. or something. I would be mortified if my boss wasn't like, no, don't leave. I know. I know. <laughs> and she wishes she didn't say that now. I was so embarrassed. Um, what else happened? Oh, my God. We have not had a chance to discuss Kim Zolciak. Now, if you don't watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, Kim Zolciak and her bubble butt husband, Croy, Mm -hmm. they randomly got divorced. Now, initially, I thought it was some sort of scheme, like, oh, they're just trying to get their finances in check. But now, yeah, yeah, now they're hit with a second tax lien. Mm -hmm. Um, They already owed $1.1 million, but the Georgia Department of Revenue filed a second tax lien, according to the records. It's another 8,000. I mean, that's, it's, it's, the numbers just get so crazy to me. It's like, I know they had a decision to divorce and now fans, I was, I mean, I really was surprised to hear. Me too. Me too. Really did get surprised. Earlier this week, Andy said that there's so many clips of him saying to Kim, I worry about the way you spend your money. He's not a football player. He's a retired football player. Um, So Andy said that he would tell Kim, like, I'm, I, you know, you can't keep spending the money the way you're spending the money. And so I sent you a clip of her at the casino where she goes to the cashier. Yeah. She goes up to the cashier and says, I need 25. And the cashier is like 2,500. And she goes, 25,000. And I'm like, yeah. 
come on. She oh doesn't have, they don't have that kind of money. I mean, they were living so beyond their means. It's one thing to overspend a little bit or be a shopaholic. This was so excessive. So it was, excessive. It was gross. And it was like, where is she? Uh, but now that they're fighting over the money, they're fighting over the custody. Over the kids, I'm like, I know. Oh She's my. now, oh, he needs to take a drug test because he smokes weed. Okay, what about your thousand million cigarettes a day and all the alcohol you drink out of a red solo cup, no less? I mean, come Ugh. on. <laughs> oh, good that? Lord. I think she was smoking and drinking while she was pregnant, I read as well. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, yes. It's all alleged. It's all alleged. Now, before we get into the Housewives of Atlanta recap, I want to end the gossip section with um, the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, Brony yes. Legacy. Uh, it's going to be Ramona Singer, Countess Luann, Kelly Kaloran, Ben Simone, mm -hmm. uh, Sonia Morgan, Kristen Takeman, and Dorinda Medley. They're going to go off to St. Bart's, I think Bart's, they said. Yes. Um, I did not expect Kristen Takeman to be. Me neither. What a random choice of all the people they could have chosen that have been on that show. I'm like, oh, okay. That's interesting. Because she didn't really have a big impact on the show. Um, right. I, remem I remember her very lovely. Um, I remember that she got Ramona wet and Ramona was like, who are you to get I me? Know. Other than that, I don't really recall much of her. But, you know, it's interesting. I think she... She'll be the good balance okay. for the show. Yeah. And I'm nervous to see Dorinda and Kelly interact. Oh, Dorinda because... is putting up with no <laughs> Kelly, not for one damn second. Not for one second. That's going to be the best part of it, I think. Because Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone is a freaking jelly bean. Freak. And so I'm just scared to see. I don't know. Like, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm not too bummed that we didn't get a full season because I do want the new era of New York to get their due and their fair shot. So Me too. I'm looking um, forward to it. Yeah, the trailer was decent. It was cute. Um it's it's gonna be a good introduction. So I hope people give the new Roni a chance too. So they will. As much as they complain, I think they will. And they'll still complain, but they'll still watch it. Absolutely. So let's get into Atlanta. We don't have to let's get into do a it full detail by detail recap um i don't know atlanta's been okay it hasn't been like maybe i'm just pump rules uh in honeymoon stage but um i don't think that a lot of people were incredibly excited for atlanta there wasn't a lot of chatter there wasn't a lot of um juice behind this yeah. yeah there wasn't a lot of buzz like people just were like oh okay i'm nervous because i'm getting the same reception for orange county like i love that tamra's back but nobody's really talking I about think it because the the trailer was not that revealing with like drama but i'm actually okay with that because i heard tamra say that there's a lot that they don't show and i don't need to see all of it ahead of time and then have it hyped up to just be nothing which Sorry, Bravo does sometimes. They'll show something and make it seem like it's something it's not. And then you actually watch it and it's like, oh, well, that was anticlimactic. Yeah. So I, I, I think it'll be better than it is. Expected. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Well, I mean, this year Atlanta is back with the same season 14 cast. Um, Kenya is arguing with Cherie's man over a DM. They're coming for Sheree's man because of his history of 
being on reality TV and just having uh, questionable actions like cheating and all this stuff. Right. So, what is he on again? I forget. He was on, I want to say he was on marriage, some, something on marriage Huntsville. Was it that or was it something on WeTV, something on WeTV. So okay. that's, um, we get a very WeTV uh, phrase from him because he tells Kenya, I don't care if I was trying to F you two years ago. Why are you still talking about it? <laughs> I was like, oh, that was. Um, yeah, yeah. At least he admits he was trying to. I mean, listen, yeah. And so Cherie's upset. And so then um, there was also more drama between Candy and the new friend of Courtney. Um, I don't know Courtney, neither does Candy. And so. I don't know her. And that was one of their arguments is that they're like, I don't know her. They were both like, I don't know her. Right. Um, so yeah, then the episode was okay. It felt very okay. It was just like, okay, there's Drew and Ralph are talking about Drew's dad's health issues. Right. Drew's upset. Uh, Ralph encourages her to do another music or more music because she wants to sing again. Right. Now, Candy and Sonia meet up to chat and catch up and Candy invited um, they hang out off camera. And right. so Candy shares uh, more of her struggles. I love Candy, but always, you know, every season we get the same regurgitated. Um, my husband and I don't spend enough time together. My family is, I'm too busy for my family. My mom On doesn't like my, yeah, yeah, it's like a loop of the same thing. So either we need Candy to be messy because Rena didn't talk about her personal life, but she was messy and she was chaotic. Right. So there was a good balance there. Same with Giselle Bryant. You know, you have these women that just know that they don't discuss their personal life, but they're going to bring something else. If Candy's going to regurgitate the storyline, then I need her to put it on pause and be messy then because yes. we have heard this since season five, so six, long seven. already. Yes. <laughs> So what I did find interesting was that Candy um, or Sonia was gossiping to Candy about Courtney talking about her and Candy, instead of asking what Courtney said, Candy said, well, did you have my back? And I was like, oh, because the footage showed Sonia did not have Candy's back. Exactly. And so to me, that's a good follow up question. So the next time somebody tells you this person was talking shit about you, who cares what they said? I'm going to say, what, what was you your say? Right? What did you say? Right. <laughs> I was like, what a brilliant chess move by Candy. Like, what a brilliant, I loved it. Um, then Candy and Todd, we see them at the restaurant. They address the shooting that happened. A producer actually oh broke the God. fourth. A producer broke the fourth wall and said, um, are we going to talk about the elephant in the room? Um, that there was a shooting here. And they both didn't want to talk about it, but then they gave in. And apparently they reveal that the shooting at the restaurant was a disgruntled coworker or a worker that shot Candy's cousin. I love Cherie's confessional moment. She says, we don't know if we're going to get biscuits or bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Got to hand it to Cherie for the great one-liners. So. Exactly. And then the episode ends with Cherie visiting. Uh, we visit her distribution center uh, for Sheba Cherie. She reveals that she has 273 orders that still need to be shipped. Um, I she's bet she does. <laughs> And she probably has 500 refunds to process. No, I'm kidding. I love Sheree. Um, Sheree's been on cloud nine. Kenya comes to see um, how it's going. And then they mm -hmm. talk about the timing of the DM from Martell. Right. 
Um, Cherie defends her new man, saying that they literally talk about everything, but Kenya does not understand why he felt he had a curse and disrespect her. Uh, Cherie tells Kenya she sees a pattern, that she just likes to start shit, and they doesn't like it when they end shit. Um, which is true for Kenya and most housewives. I mean, at right. this point, it's like, yeah, they're all going to start some shit. Uh, the scene ends with Cherie and Kenya agreeing to disagree for now anyway. So it was a good little um little in our second episode um yeah. i'm ex i'm still excited for the season it looks interesting it's but you know yeah. a, a part of me is like maybe i'm just used to them and i love my gals and i like seeing them because it's a season yeah, at this point it's, it's familiar and it's comforting to watch them to me at this point it's season 15 you know what i mean so we've been watching these people for 15 years well not all of them but we've been watching the women for 15 years right we know them. We know the formula. So, right. But yeah, I mean, it was cute. Cute next to gorgeous. It's obviously. I think it'll build up to a good season. Absolutely. And then, uh, did you, what did you think of the Jersey finale? Oh, boy. So I haven't live tweeted in a while. And I went a little nuts that night tweeting about it because I just couldn't believe, like, all this stuff that was going on. And then, like, before we like just like start talking about what happened, I need to say something about Louis and his wardrobe choices. That suit, he looked like a carnival barker or something in it. I couldn't figure it out. Or like the devil. He's so red. And then he's wearing a red suit, like a red plaid suit. I, I just, I can't wrap my head around that. I don't know why. It's, it was like offensive to me. All right. No. It was. Regularly. So <laughs> the outfits for that season and you know it um we can just be conversational about the finale but because we heard you know me and leslie we know people yeah. but we had heard this gossip months and months ago we had heard that somebody said that melissa was cheating on joe right i never believed that i don't know why i don't believe she would cheat on him um but it was kind either. of the fact that we're doing the same Teresa's trying to destroy me thing, it's it's tiring, it's exhausting. Uh -huh. And this is this is the problem when you have the same cast for at this point they've both been on for ten years together. Right. So it's like it's like what do we do here? If these two women cannot get it together and get along, what are we doing? Like what exactly because you know, say what you want about New York, as messy and chaotic they were, they moved on every season, they yes. started over every season. Right. But I think, obviously, the difference is that these two women are sisters-in-laws. And so they right. have that added history and betrayal. And so exactly, I do want to think, or I do feel that Danielle is was used by Jennifer. And oh, Drew. absolutely. They wanted her to say something. I mean, yeah, they, why would Jennifer tell her on camera in Ireland? If she didn't want her, if she wanted to be found out and didn't want her to go back and say something to Melissa. But the crazy thing is, is that Teresa had, you know, that we find out that Louie called Joe Gorga up and said, you need to get over here right now. And they tried to convince him that Melissa was cheating on him. Yeah. And so, so that was the big twist that I did not think was coming because, or I did not know was coming because uh, Melissa reveals that, you know, when Danielle tells her, oh, Laura Danielle was trying to be strategic and say Laura is the one that said this right but it's like bitch you don't know Laura so why are you trying no. to say say it like you spoke to Laura but um when 
Danielle said that to Melissa, Melissa says, yes, six months ago, Louis called my husband and said, Melissa's cheating on you. And so the fact that Melissa then says that she, um, the fact that Melissa then says, well, I didn't want to bring it up on the can on show. On, I didn't want to bring it up because I wanted Teresa to be happy uh, about her wedding. Right. I don't believe that, that. I didn't believe I'm like, you didn't bring it up because you didn't want this to be a storyline about want it you. to be a storyline. <laughs> right. She didn't want people like actually thinking, Hmm, is this possibly true? And that's the, that was funny to me that she was trying to spin it in a way that like, I know. I Cause I don't think she gives a fuck. Yeah, you she don't give, give a fuck, fuck about Teresa for their wedding and calm and peaceful. I mean, she it's... plays it off well that she does, but I'm not buying it. Exactly, that was hilarious. I'm like, Melissa, girl, you know damn well that you'd want to make this a storyline, and it's mm-hmm. not about Teresa at all. But um, Teresa spinned it as, oh well, I didn't say anything because they're going to blame me, and it's like, yeah, it's you, homegirl. You did like, it, you, right? You, You've done this season four with Stripper. You've done this season mm-hmm. five with Gold Digger. You've done this. It's just. It's just uh, like, it's just the same story, like the same, you know, character in a different costume. I mean, that's, that's what it is. That's the what it is. Things spit out over and over again between the two of them. Yeah. And then, I mean, the finale was just a lot of them yelling at each other over Melissa cheating on Joe, allegedly. And then Louis got very darkly red and was oh, angry. And he and said, I'm a winner. Eyes. I'm a winner. And those I'm eyes were those eyes were bulging. I loved when Melissa Gorga said, why are your eyes bulging like that? It was funny. The cocaine um, that he was allegedly <laughs> possibly doing before then. I mean, that's the only thing I can come up with. I, and did you see my tweet about how he's giving Ramona a run for? I know. I love, I had not seen Ramona eyes in so long. It was hilarious. And it, it was just such a, but the finale was, it was cute. Um, It was funny. I was watching it and uh, watching it back. I was just like sitting there like, okay, this is like a repeated storyline. And uh-huh. so um, they do, Margaret came over, she got in Danielle's face and Danielle is not sure why she's now being, the villain and it's like well you're the girl that was stupid enough to fall for being Teresa and Jen's minion but that's such a that's such a housewife rookie mistake because in Danielle's defense it's her first season right she doesn't know better she doesn't know better so that way I mean Danielle should have said you know what go talk to Teresa and Jennifer they're the ones that repeated it so right but to re- Danielle was trying to please everybody she was trying to be good with Melissa she was trying to be good with Teresa and Jennifer Uh nope no. Nope. Teresa no, just kept that pretending way. that Louis was looking out for her brother and Louis says he's a winner and he did a stupid little victory lap. That was cringy. Ugh. Um, so Jennifer did yell at Margaret that Laura sang like a bird and Marge goes low as Marge does and she yep. yells at Bill that Bill slept with a subordinate and that Jennifer's <laughs> never gonna <laughs> Okay, I gotta stop you here. <laughs> dramatics. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jenny so Jennifer Aiden when she, she was like, threw herself at him. How dare you! Yeah, how dare you! Um, that was yeah. Jennifer's dramatic reaction was not like, like I, I died at that part. I I don't think I've laughed so hard. And you know, Rachel is growing more on me because even though we don't like a voice of reason on the show, we need a voice of reason because she balanced it out and said. She was trying to understand why Danielle is giving so much credit to Laura. Like, you don't know this woman. Right. And so why are you? So as much as Rachel wants to be like the 
smart one and say, I would never have done this. It's like, well, somebody had to, honey, because we needed to. Exactly. We still have a show. All right. And so Margaret, it hurt when Margaret told Danielle, this is why your brother doesn't talk to you. I know. (laughs) I know. See, I'm usually like team Margaret, but she's got to stop like hitting below the belt like that because that's not fair. That has nothing to do do with this exactly we but, got the little finale cards danielle still hasn't talked to her brother marge is still living with lexi and continuing to build her arsenal <laughs> um <laughs> rachel has officially adopted Jaden. um mazel tov. Mazel tov. and then Teresa then wishes danielle had not said anything sure jam mm-hmm. uh dolores calls melissa to check on her i love dolores so much i, I know i love her too Love Dolores so much. When she was checking on Melissa, it felt genuine. It felt real. It didn't feel Definitely. messy. It oh, didn't... wait. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's oh. go back for a second. We did not even discuss the fact that Louie had a detective, a private investigator, <laughs> check all of them out. He says he didn't pay to do it. I guess it's his friend. Okay. Oh, I that's don't care if he right. or not. That's right. Well, they talk about it more at the final scene right. uh, with Dolores, Teresa, and Jennifer Aiden because. Um, Apparently, when they were arguing at the big finale or at the party, uh, Louis yelled out the detective's name, and so everybody was like, "What? Bo what is he talking Dito? about? Bo, Bo something? Yeah, Bo dumbass." Bo exactly. <laughs> um. Apparently, you know. But then, as we're at to the. the as we're at that, they're all together at Teresa's house and Melissa's checking and Melissa tells her that she's not going to the wedding. Right. Um, Louis supposedly told Joe Gorga that there were multiple men. And the big topper was Gia calling her uncle and telling him that he could do better. I was like, whoa. Like, that's they, so bad. If that's true, that's so bad. Like they need to just, that was bad. Um, Louis then comes into the room as they're talking because Dolores did tell Teresa that the Gorgas are not coming to the wedding. Right. Um, and she is messenger in a way that's, you know, efficient and productive. But he proudly tells them that he hired a renowned private investigator to check them all out. Um, Dolores acts like she does not know why Louis would do that. Has she met Louis? Like at this point, it's like, bro. Her and Jen sit there and don't even ask. I would be like, you did what now? I think they knew like they had to have known that this man was investigating everybody because they had zero reaction. They were just, that was so dark. The fact that he would do that. And then Teresa got, Oh, like it was dark when she said she's going to cut them out. Like her cousin, Kathy, like Kathy's ears were probably (laughs) foamy. It makes me laugh (laughs) when she said that she was cutting the cancer (laughs) out of her life. And her and Rosie are like, we're not cancer well we're not cancer but somewhere kathy's probably happy that she got mentioned like oh yes. kathy i know and i'm just thinking of that picture yeah. of her leaning against the wall <laughs> protecting protecting her nose job no um we get more ending notes melissa's planning another housewarming Teresa and louis will not be invited nope. dolores and Polly are searching for a home jen and bill are working on their marriage and Teresa and louis are preparing for their wedding they may have lost two guests but they gained five pounds of hair and that's where the finale ends um we get a preview of Teresa's wedding we haven't seen the trailer for the reunion yet so that's going to be intense i know that andrew cohen hinted somewhere that this season would have been a good 
last season for Teresa because of, <laughs> yeah. of her, which I did not expect either. Cause I thought they were just going to keep Teresa till the end yeah. of time. So for him to say, you know what, Teresa has gone full circle. She has a full moment, a happy marriage. Let's have the wedding be like her final right. season. But then the Gorgas and them feuded. So now he's like, okay. So I also heard gossip that they're pausing filming. Yes. Until the fall. So they can give too. everybody time to like decompress and, you know, rest. Interesting. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to fire one. I don't know. Nobody is leaving on their own accord. <clears throat> That's a yeah. Fact. I don't know who now. Now I don't know. I assume Teresa would be the one to stay, but I mean, yeah. now yeah. it's like, well, I mean, I don't know how they move forward. I don't want to see a cast divided. It never works. No. Um, I'd rather just say, you know what? If Andy does want to say, you know what, Teresa, you had a good run. Thank you for your service. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna reboot Jersey. Let's bring right. back Melissa, Margaret, right. Jennifer, Aiden, Dolores, and the new girls. But Ooh, what a season. I'm exhausted. This was the Me longest Jersey season in a while. Like I feel I'm getting PTSD from seasons four or five and like them always fighting. I and uh, I have uh. to say though, that I am genuinely concerned for Teresa with Louie. I think he's a grifter. And we found out that remember how there was a whole story about how they met accidentally on some street or something when she was thinking of her parents, there's like some story about how they met and then we find out that's not really how they met. I mean, they met there, but that he asked, like, they had a mutual friend and he asked the person about her or whatever to introduce them. So I don't know what's true and what's not with him. He also said on Watch What Happens Live that he didn't hire a detective. He just thought of that on the spot when he said that. We know that's not true also. So I croc. just, I worry for her. I don't want to see her back in jail God forbid. I don't want it. Like, I don't think she signed a prenup. It, she said she wasn't going to. That is so, ugh. so stupid. I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't really know that. I mean, I guess she knows him, but she doesn't, I don't know. It's bothersome to me. She's in her love My bubble. Words. And I think that her love bubble will explode just like everything else. And me too. And she's not the brightest bulb in the box there. So <laughs> sorry, sorry, tree. All right. Well, you know what? I am excited for the reunions on both shows and Atlanta. Me we too. have we have Orange County coming back. We have yes. New York. We have York girls. coming. It's going to be a busy summer for we, us. Exactly. Say, these girls are keeping us busy. But we are going to see um, our Lord and Savior tomorrow night, Mr. Andy I'm, Cohen. Me and Andy Cohen have a date tomorrow, so yes. I will report back. Um, oh, yeah, I am going tonight to something that Captain Lee is going to be at. Um, oh, and I'm thinking Marisol might be there as well because it's at some yacht club that she belongs to. See if she, um, or see if Captain Lee talks about the gossip. Yes, and I wonder if he'll be wearing his cowboy boots and his his nautical outfit that he wears sometimes at these things. And then uh, I'm also going to see Stassi tomorrow night. I am dragging Darren to go see that, to go see Stassi and Bo. So that should be interesting. So both of us are having a Bravo evening tomorrow. This is the best time to be a Bravo or to be around Stassi because we are going to get some juicy gossip. I know. I know. And I had heard, I read somewhere that they also asked, like, asked her to come back, but she wasn't interested right now because we know we've seen Jackson, Brittany and Kristen. I think she's best to stay away. Yeah, for now. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we hope everybody has a fabulous weekend or fabulous day whenever you are listening to this. And we will be back next week. With Absolute, Absolutely, Leslie. I love talking to you. Love talking to you, too. It's been fun. All right. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.